The Utah Jazz, despite playing their third game in three and a half days against a physical, good Indiana Pacers team and not having their legs on their shooting at all, found a way to muster through and win their 15th game of their last 16 in one of the more impressive outings they have had all season long. Donovan Mitchell's a rebound short of a triple-double, and the guys gut out a brilliant defensive effort. We're talking about it. Coming up on postcast hi i'm david lock we are live here on locked on live on Twi on uh, excuse me on uh youtube twitch and facebook we're live on periscope at dlock09 as the jazz pull off one of the more impressive victories they have had this season a 103 95 win over the indiana pacers the jazz defensive rating today was a 96.5 the Indiana Pacers came in with an offensive rating of 112, the 11th best offense in the NBA, and the Jazz held them well below their regular offensive outing. The Pacers, one of the best teams in the NBA in transition. They are the second best team in the league in transition. The Jazz did not let them get out and run. Sabonis and Turner pummel the rim against opponents, and the Jazz, while they did allow a lot of shots at the rim, held Indiana to 24 of 42 shooting at the rim, which is 57%, which is in about the 28th percentile of all teams, shooting maybe most importantly on the short mid-range shots. Rudy Gobert was just mammoth. The Jazz dominate on the offensive glass with 17 offensive rebounds, five of which were Donovan Mitchell, two from Joe and Rudy, three from Favors and Clarkson, and the Jazz linked that into a ton of second-chance points, their most they've had all season long, uh, to just incredibly impressively muster through for a 103-95 win over an Indiana Pacer team, which is scuffling. They've lost four of five, but they're good, and they're playing uh, a physical style, and they get into you, and they do a lot of things really, really well, and the Jazz just didn't have it today. The Jazz at one point had missed 12 of their last 13 catch-and-shoot threes. They were 4 of 20, and then Joe Ingles and Boyan Bogdanovich both busted big shots late in that quarter uh, and were able to uh, make the plays that the Jazz needed to. Donovan Mitchell, who, if I'm being totally honest, I did not think it had been having a great year with his reads on the pick and roll and the way he was handling the ball and the point guard situations and our offense had bogged down a little bit when he was off the floor without Mike this year, was absolutely relentless first off and then really good with the ball in his hands. But I thought more importantly than anything else with Donovan today, his energy was just amazing. He just was... He played with a bounce that almost as though willed the rest of the team to play with more energy. Rudy looked completely dead early, came back and had a fabulous second half of the game. Uh, Quinn sat him for a longer stretch than usual, hoping to get back uh, in with some energy and juice, and he did that. Favors was really very good uh, during his stretch of the floor, but I just thought Donovan's kind of you talk about leadership today without Mike Conley on the floor. I thought Donovan just had a level of juice and bounce to him playing his third game in three and a half days uh, that carried them through the jazz. You know, they weren't smooth. They didn't look right. Indiana's getting India physically. And there were just were a lot of times in which the jazz could have rolled tonight. And honestly, five first five or six minutes, they looked dead. Halftime, I thought they put out so much energy that I, I couldn't believe they could stay in the ball game, And then for them to, to, to kind of break away in the third without any massive run, amazing. 
The Jazz shoot 41% from the field, 31% from three, and they, against the 11th best offensive team in the league, are good enough defensively to stop them. Only really, really, really good, maybe even great basketball teams win this game. Frankly, only great basketball teams win 15 out of 16. Right? Like, I mean, we, like, and the only one that's actually missing in the stretch is the Lakers, right? Like, I mean, we'll get bought. We have this mammoth stretch coming up. Now we'll see what we do here. But there was no way I thought we were going back east and winning three games in three and a half days against three fairly good teams. Uh, no, no, no. The only way you win all three of these games, and they, they were all very interesting teams, right? Atlanta's got the worst record, but the best numbers. Charlotte's kind of in the middle. Indiana's got the best record and seemingly should be the best team. The only way you beat those three teams, all middle of the road, kind of maybe slightly above middle of the road teams, is if you're super elite. Only if you're super elite do you go down and win all three of these games the way the Jazz just did. So, you know, they've established that. There's there's not a lot of question anymore on how good this team is. They are, in fact, uh, that good. All right, let's go to the uh, let's go to the questions. Uh, Avid Dog says, uh, why the low catch and shoot numbers? Because you're playing the third game in three days and your legs are dead. Like, a 43% three-point shooting team on catch and shoot, doesn't miss 12 of 13 and be 4 of 20. I think they finished 6 of 22. John Kiefer was on our stats today, did a great job of that. We finished, he has us finishing 5 of 23 and just 2 of 15 after the first quarter on catch and shoot threes. Like that, there's only one thing that causes that that's fatigue. Um, and frankly, you know what else causes it? And this is weird to say is that Indiana came in as one of the lowest teams in the league defending the three point shot. In fact, they were the lowest. And that's always a sign you're going to have a bad night because that number's luck. And Indiana had bad luck, and tonight Indiana got good luck. Um, and so that number comes down. Even if they're bad, they're only going to be 38%. They're not going to stay at 40 But we were just tired. You just don't have your legs. That's the number one thing about shooting is your legs. Let's go to Christian. Christian says the schedule is really scary coming up. Anything to say about that? Well, it's, Jazz have, including these three games, have the hardest schedule of any team to finish the, until All-Star break. In the NBA, that is still true. Um, it also means you, the Jazz had one, the Jazz in Toronto had the two hardest schedules of any team in the league pre All-Star break. So it means our post All-Star break schedule should not be that bad. And we're rolling right now. So let's play these teams right now while we're at our peak. Where we're finding energy for Toronto, I don't know, but the Jazz should get home tonight at a half decent hour, get tomorrow off. And then maybe by the time we play at eight o'clock on, uh, the extra hour against Boston might help a little bit. So, um, you know, we'll, might as well play them now. Antonio Augustin, to be this far in the season with only five losses of bit surreal. Yeah, we're the best team in the league right now. <laughs> like, it's crazy. I mean, we didn't go to double overtime with the Pistons. I mean, the Lakers may be a better playoff team than we are, and the Clippers are equally as good as we are right now. But, you know, the fact is we're the best team in the NBA right now. Like, there's not a lot of questions to that. Uh, it's hard to just kind of grasp and hard to believe. It's not necessarily saying you're going to win the title, but there's no question we're the best team in the league right now. Rudy was great, but his foul shooting is going to get us beat someday if he doesn't get the percentage up. Yeah, probably. And you know what? His inability to score over someone's going to get us beat at some point. Like, he's not – we're not flawless. We have ways we're going to lose games at some point in time. Um, so, I think so. Uh, Joshua McGrath says, so much for two, two of three. That schedule loss, when you look at it, but we got it done. This team is so much fun. I would agree. I feel that not having Conley hurt us today, do you know his status and how much it will affect us moving forward? I do not. I mean, he's got a hamstring tightness. You're going to be super careful. If he doesn't go Tuesday, we don't play till Friday. So you might give him that extra rest. Um, we'll see. Uh, 
I don't feel like we win this game last year. Oh no. I don't think we win this game for years. There's something there's something going on inside the group. This was a group win tonight. This was a collective energy. We believe we're going to do this together. We're bonded kind of win today. I don't believe in that stuff generally, but like there's something to be when you've won 14 or 15, you just think you're going to win. And there was something to that today. They so um you know, that that's it. JJ says the Jazz can beat the next 7 teams. Jazz three-point shooting is elite. Yes, you are probably right. Um, Tony Jones says top three win of the year. I was thinking top one. Uh, this was big regardless of opponent due to three games in two and a half, three and a half days, not two and a half days, three and a half days. Missing the most consistent player. I, I mean, I think the Milwaukee win is going to look back at probably the biggest win of the year in the sense it got us igniting, got us started. I thought the New York win was impressive in the way that we bounced back, the way they had kind of beat up on us. And this one, from a gutty standpoint, is in that realm. So I, I would I would probably agree um, with that. And the Denver win in Denver is pretty darn good, too. Um, so I would probably go with you on that. Mark says, Donovan is brilliant this game. His best game of the season. Rudy's great. Bogey and Jordan, great. Clarkson's third quarter was masterful. He only scored six points. Felt like he scored 16. Donovan just had the game going. And then Rudy's. Rudy taking away Sabotis in the post and forcing them to play entirely two-man game pick and roll uh, over on the wing to close out the game had a huge impact because that's not what Indiana wants to do and how they want to play. So they had to change what they are doing because of the way Rudy played. And then, frankly, I think Rudy had six or seven dunks tonight, and his vertical pressure on the rim opened up so many other things. I mean, the Jazz win by eight tonight. If they shoot the ball anywhere near, they relatively – they. It's another one of our blowout wins against a good team. That's what's that's what's kind of crazy. Um, Joshua says the Jazz shouldn't be playing this game. Three road games in less than 90 hours is rough. Yes, let's hope it does not lead to anything down the road um, in that. Uh, glad the Jazz won some irresponsible scheduling by the NBA. I think that's probably close to true. All right, that wraps us up, by the way. People want to know what we look like matching up against the Lakers and whether we can sign Mike Conley for next year. Winning is so boring. We have to worry about things that are going to happen in September and July. We'll enjoy it while we can. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Have a good one. See you.